Hi, I'm John. And I'm Julie. We're the hosts of the Hartford Fund's Human-Centric Investing Podcast. Every other week, we're talking with inspiring thought leaders to hear their best ideas for how you can transform your relationships with your clients. Let's go. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the Human-Centric Investing Podcast. My name's John Deal. As you noticed, my usual partner in crime, Julie Jenjack, is not with me today. But that's okay, because we're just going to do a brief podcast segment, because today's November 1st, and of course, it is the day that the Federal Reserve meeting occurred. So joining me on the podcast today is Joe Boyle. Joe Boyle is a chartered financial analyst. He's also an investment specialist in our fixed income and alternatives area. So Joe, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, John. I appreciate it. So as I just mentioned, uh, the Federal Reserve met today, and as always, the markets kind of hang on the edge of every comment, but especially uh, the decision as to whether the Fed is going to raise rates, lower rates, or keep them the same. So, Joe, what happened at today's meeting? Okay, John, you know, as expected, uh, the Fed held their target rate steady at a range of five and a quarter to five fifty. Uh, for the second straight meeting, like I said, that was as expected. They had pretty much telegraphed that ahead of time in the, in the weeks leading up to this. You know, for reference, that that range is about mid two thousand levels, so levels you know we've been seeing for about sixteen years. But again, they've they've held it now steady for two consecutive meetings. They did they opted not to make a move in September as well. But there's really no surprise to the actual rate decision. As they had, again, they telegraphed it well ahead of time. Well, Joe, I know oftentimes it's not just the decision, but it's more about reading the tea leaves, right? Everybody's listening with a a keen ear to what the comments actually are. Uh, I know it hasn't been that long since we've heard from Chairman Powell, but uh, anything that you gleaned in particular or that your team says, you know, that that was interesting. Yeah, so there's really two parts to it. There's the official statement and whether something changes from meeting to meeting, and then the press conference, which takes place about a half hour after they announce their statement, they release the statement. In the statement itself, you know, they acknowledge that economic activity continues to expand at a strong place, which has been surprising to all of us all year long. Um, they noted that employment is moderated, albeit slowing a little bit. It's moderating, but but slowing down. Uh, and they also highlighted that you know financial and credit conditions have tightened. And, and the last two things about the slowing pace of, of jobs creation and the slowing idea of slowing financial and credit conditions uh, really kind of gives credence that this is why they pause. This is why they're they're opting not to hike or cut at this at this moment. In the press conference, though, I think it was pretty fair and, and balanced. Powell was pretty adamant that he was leaving the door open for future hikes. I mean, he stated, he actually stated it. They're not fully confident that they've completed the task of returning inflation to 2%. And I I think he's doing that for a reason, which we can touch on later. Uh, He did say though, that progress has definitely been made, but they want to be cautious. I think what really kind of jumped out at me is one of the things he said, and he was pretty definitive about it. The committee is not thinking about rate hikes. We are not talking about rate hikes. He said that. He said it pretty, pretty definitively, like I said. They're focused on making sure that they are able to contain inflation before even entertaining rate cuts. Uh, Again, he was pretty adamant about that. And it it reminded me of one of his comments a few years ago that 
we weren't even thinking about thinking about hiking rates at the time. And that was true then. And I think this is true now that you, you have to take him at his word that rate hikes are nowhere in the picture anytime soon. So he left the door open. He didn't totally jam it shut and lock it, but it's certainly on the way closed for rate hikes, it sounds like. But now maybe the, I know over the past couple of uh, cycles, the question has been, you know, raise rates, keep them the same. Maybe now we get more into a dialogue of keep them the same or cut them. When does that happen? Uh, but Joe, tell me, kind of walking this fine line, what are the risks that the Fed faces on either side? So we just said they decided to keep rates the same. What's the risk if they had decided to hike more as opposed to the risk if they decided to cut at this meeting? Because I'm guessing those same risks are going to be the ones that we discuss after, you know, future meetings, right? Yeah. So with the hike, you know, what we've seen over the past, since the start of 2022, March of 2022, is a series of uninterrupted, aggressive rate hikes to try and really cool inflation, right? The Fed has a dual mandate, the price stability, which is inflation and maximum employment. You know, we're we're definitely at some sort of level of what you would call a maximum employment. I don't know how you actually define that, but the jobs market is completely, is, is robust at the moment. Uh, it's the price stability issue that they've been trying to tackle. And, you know, they, they hiked rates about five and a quarter points over the past year and a half or so, a much quicker pace than they ever have in history. And right now they're taking a break and kind of judging you know, what those effects are, ha- are going to have. They've always said this this works on a long and variable uh, lag, and they, they reiterate that. But they think they may have done enough, and they don't want to overshoot. They don't want to do damage to the economy. They don't want to s- send us into some sort of tailspin where employment shoots way up. They're trying to, to thread the needle to, quote unquote, have the soft landing. And they think now that enough progress has perhaps been made, and they've seen it in certain areas, where they can take a break, and let it let it kind of bleed through the system a little bit more. On the flip side, right? This is this is why not cut rates. Um, they, this is the dance. This is the the trade off. This is this is what Powell is very careful about choosing his words. Fed Chair Powell. Um, if he was to come out and say, "We're done, mission accomplished, rate hikes are over with," I think the market could go off to the races again. You know, meaning. Uh, you know, we've just spent two years trying to combat inflation. And he doesn't want to reignite that fire. So if we think rate hikes are done, companies might feel compelled to make more investment, to consider hiring more workers at higher wages, which we know is very inflationary. And they're very worried about the wages, uh, the impact of wages on inflation. It may embolden the consumer to, to spend more, to feel more confident, right? The, there's been no quit in the consumer. So they have to balance out the fact that, yeah, maybe we're done. Maybe we, we we definitely don't want to raise hikes anymore, but we definitely don't want to spark the fire again and, and undo all the good work we've done over the past two years. So this is the balancing act to get to the soft landing, which is a very difficult process. So Joe, is there any thought as to how long the Fed can kind of stay? You just mentioned this is the second meeting in a row where they opted to keep rates the same. Is, uh, is there any thought as to how long keeping rates the same will last? Could it go on for, you know, another quarter or two or even longer? Uh, yeah. What are thoughts? There's a lot of precedence for that, John. So, you know, like I said, the, 
the past year and a half has just been very aggressive, uninterrupted hike, uninterrupted hikes. But that's not necessarily been the norm. So if you think back to the prior rate hiking cycle, 2015, we hiked once in December, and we didn't hike again until December 2016, one whole year. And then after that, we hiked quarterly, not every meeting, but quarterly. The Fed meets about 10 times a year, so not every month, but more than quarterly. Um, and then we stopped in 2018, once we saw a, you know, a very wicked sell-off in the equity market. At that point, Hal did come out and say, we're going to pause. But we weren't in this, this inflationary environment. We, we were not in the same conditions we are today. So it made sense for him to pause and kind of stabilize markets. Uh, if, you go to the, if you go back again to the pre-GFC, we hiked in mid-2006, and we didn't hike or we didn't cut again for 15 months. So, you know, the average for the past five cycles between the last hike and the last cut is 11 months. And, you know, there's definitely precedent to this. And I think Powell really put that out there today that I'm not going to cut and we could be higher for longer, which isn't terrible, but we could be higher for longer for longer than the market's anticipating. So, Joe, nobody has a crystal ball, right? But if I were asking you, kind of what do you anticipate the next moves for the Fed to be? Uh, how would you answer that? Yeah, I would say it is truly wait and see. Powell's been saying now for meetings upon meetings, it will be data dependent. And we have, and he mentioned this again today, we have two more jobs reports, one coming this Friday. We have two more CPI reports. We have another PCE report and all the other aggregate data we have until the next meeting around the middle of December. So he's, he's definitely leaving a thread out there that he could hike if things come or an option really that he could hike if the data indicates that he has to. Um, but again, we talked about all the risks of overshooting. We don't necessarily think that he, he wants to, but you know, it, I, I foresee, I think based on what I said, we have to take him at his word at, you know, for all the previous iterations we've had of him during a, a hiking and a cutting cycle and let the data dictate. I, I just don't see us hiking anytime soon. Or sorry, I don't see us cutting anytime soon. Don't see it. Okay. Don't see us cutting anytime soon. So Joe, as we think about that, um, you know, how do markets typically react around Fed chair comments? Do would you anticipate that that markets will front run uh, Chairman Powell's comments when, let's say, he does decide to move off of the hold, hold rate steady? Or do you think markets generally wait until we get definitive guidance from the Fed chair? John, the market, the market is not going to wait. I mean, today after the press conference, um, rates were down a little bit, but not too much. The equity markets were about where they start at the press conference because you know, they had fully anticipated today's move. They were fully expecting, based on everything they'd heard in the weeks leading up to this, that this was going to be the decision. But they will also fully anticipate what the next move will be well ahead of time. You know, like I said, in the last five cycles, I think I mentioned the average pause was 11 months. But during that pause between the last uh, hike and cut, the 10-year Treasury moved 130 basis points down before the Fed even acted. And I think the Fed is very deliberate in their actions because I think they want a sense of stability. It, it's not their job to keep markets stable. Uh, like I said, their job is price stability and maximum employment. But they do want to moderate market expectations. So that, you know they will be deliberate unless there is some severe event where they have to act fast. 
But in normal course of business, the market's going to move well ahead of when the Fed acts. I think you want to be attuned to what the Fed is saying ahead of the, the next meeting. Well, Joe Boyle, investment strategist with the Fixed Income and Alternatives team at Hartford Funds. Joe, thanks for your insight today. We appreciate it. And I look forward to having you on again, maybe to see what's happening the next time uh, Chairman Powell decides to speak. I would love it, John. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Hartford Funds Human Centric Investing Podcast. If you'd like to tune in for more episodes, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on LinkedIn. Twitter, or YouTube. And if you'd like to be a guest and share your best ideas for transforming client relationships, email us at guestbooking at hartfordfunds.com. We'd love to hear from you. Talk to you soon. Investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. Fixed income security risks include credit, liquidity, call, duration, and interest rate risk. As interest rates rise, bond prices generally fall. Mortgage-related and asset-backed securities risks include credit, interest rate, prepayment, and extension risk. Loans can be difficult to value and less liquid than other types of debt instruments. They're also subject to non-payment, collateral bankruptcy, default, extension, prepayment, and insolvency risks.